we as human beings are efficient creatures. We're we're going to take the shortest road to success. We're we're going to get there and find the solution as fast as possible. Absolutely. And we want to encourage that. That's how people learn. Yeah. I, I love seeing those pictures of sidewalks where it's it's like an L and people yeah. are efficient. So they are going to create their own path and yep. walk right through the middle. Yep. Everyone wants to get their job done right mm -hmm. at the end of the day and they want to do it fast and efficiently. This is just a tool to help folks get there and do it fast. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Talent Experience Live. As you know, it is your weekly look at all things talent acquisition, talent management, human resources, quite frankly, all things HR overall. Uh, this show obviously is brought to you by the good folks here at Phenom, whose purpose is to help 1 billion people find the right job. And I am your host, Devin Foster, super excited for today's episode. Number one, because of the title, uh, Back to School, the ABCs of Self-Learning. And every time I say it, I can't help but hum the little tune from Billy Madison, back to school, back to school, dating myself a bit there. But if you have some spare time, go home, rewatch that, get a snack pack, enjoy that masterpiece of a film. Uh, we are talking about all things learning today, specifically self-learning and, and curriculums and how education has, has changed, quite frankly, all over the world over the past few years, but specifically in the tech and SaaS landscape. We are joined today uh, by a very special guest, Hannah Gregory. And without any further hesitation, I'm going to bring Hannah onto the program. Hannah, how, how are you? I'm good. You're I'm good? good? Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks yes, excited about me. the topic yeah. as well? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, it's awesome. one of my favorites. Yes. So before we get into it, it is tradition around these parts to, to do a bit of an icebreaker. So I want to ask you, did you have a favorite subject in school that, you know, really trumped the others, uh, if you will, mm. since your day-to-day -day is, is focused around learning now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely have to say that my favorite subject... Um, Jim's not a subject, but that was one of my favorite classes. That's a subject. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. So after Jim, yeah. definitely, um, I would have to say science. Okay. I loved all the experiments. I loved learning about life and our planet and everything related to science. I also had some great teachers as well. Um, shout out to any of my old teachers if they're watching. <laughs> I hope they are. It was great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, no, first of all, Jim is a subject. We were graded on it. Perfect. And yes, we it was my favorite class uh, as well. Science is interesting. I like that you talked about that there because a lot of science is how the world evolves, right? Mm -hmm. And how landscapes change, how animals change over years, things like that. And we're going to talk about change today when it comes to really education as a whole. But before we get into that, I want to give you an opportunity to say who you are, what you do here at Phenom, why you are an expert in this field, uh, and also maybe a bit about your background and how you evolved into the HR tech space, specifically around the learning and development side here. Yeah, definitely. So as you mentioned, I'm Hannah Gregory. Yes. I am the manager of the training and certification team here at Phenom. So I manage all of our training and certification programs as well as the LMS itself, which stands for Learning Management System. So I'm the master admin, the 
the man behind the curtain, if you will. <laughs> um, and I originally come from background in education itself. Okay. Um, so I worked in special ed for a number of years. Um, I have my master's degree in behavior analysis and have always been interested in training, education, learning itself. Um, so making the switch to a different career path, obviously, I, I wanted to still utilize my skill set and my background. So when I was referred to Phenom um, for a training specialist role, I jumped on the opportunity yeah. and was still able to put my my skill set to work. Absolutely. So. I we've, we've talked about that at, almost at nauseum here on, on this program of mm -hmm. the ability to transfer skills, right? And you mentioned that you have an education background that you focused on educating individuals. And now you're doing the same thing just in a, in a different setting, not yeah. in the classroom setting. Uh, you probably get to stay away from expo markers and things like that, um, which I don't <laughs> when know. When I can, you... I get my hands <laughs> on <still>, for <laughs> there, sure. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, um, obviously you've, you know, been doing this for, for quite a while here at Phenom. So I want to ask you, um, being in charge of the LMS system, being, Oz behind the curtains with all of the admin keys. How has it changed over the years? I can't imagine that we were rolling out the same sort of trainings. The platform itself has changed vastly. So how has the, the learning processes changed here as well? Yeah, definitely. So um, we have learned a ton as educators. We are also constantly learning and staying up to date um, through the use of data collection and um, user analysis on what really makes a customer education program tick. And um, it's definitely a self-service model. It's definitely being able to pick and choose what you want to um, go through and yeah. learn in the moment, uh, self-service, personalized, and um, everything needs to be readily available. So kind of the major themes are um, what I just mentioned, but also that that promotes value realization yeah. and the need to be able to get ahead of problem solving by arming, arming yourself with knowledge ahead of time so that when you do encounter a problem, you have a foundational knowledge base to draw on yeah. instead of panicking and maybe submitting a ton of support tickets, which no one likes, right? That's fair. Um, so with this realization, when I first joined Phenom, we had a LMS system through Litmos okay. and identified some areas that we could improve upon and eventually made the decision to migrate to Docebo as our new vendor. Um, that allowed us to more dynamically create and work with the learning environment itself. So we wanted to open up the opportunity to create what we wanted to see and to really expand the learner journey in a way that we were limited by. Yeah. So that's one of the big changes right there. Yeah. Um, we also started directly engaging with our learners to get their feedback and to really learn what our users wanted to have in their learning experience and taking all of that into account. Um, my team and I created and, and wanted to build a, a new journey, which yeah. has manifested into amazing curriculum sets. Yeah, so. absolutely. A couple of things that you, you mentioned there in the beginning, number one, self-service. So mm -hmm. I, one question that I, I want to ask, which I, I may just be naive myself, what was it before self-service? Right. And I, mm -hmm. I kind of, think of consumer technologies where it may not be self-service, but Netflix is a self-service provider where you yeah. no longer have to rely on 
television programming. There's, mm -hmm. I don't even know if TV Guide's still in business, but I, right. that's where yeah. you'd look up and see when Billy Madison is playing. Um, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, what was it like before the self-service model where people could pick and choose what they wanted to learn and at what speed? Yeah, yeah. So self-service essentially refers to the ability of a user to go into the system, maybe do a search or a filter or look at a content category and pick and enroll in a piece of training content themselves without ever having to involve anyone else. So prior to the expansion of the platform as it is today, um, we kind of just had one big library. So your example, let's take Netflix. Um, everything that you see that's popping up, that's new, it's one big library of content. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you wanted to watch that new movie that just got added and you had to request it and then wait for someone on the other end to approve it yeah. or to send you a link to it or to add it to your queue. That's a barrier to self-service. So prior, we had a big library that everyone could kind of comb through. The search experience wasn't even that great. Um, sometimes things were locked if you didn't have a certain set of permissions. Um, all of that gets in the way of you actually consuming the information. So we wanted to remove all of those barriers. We wanted to put all of the, the courses and the material that are needed and necessary right at the fingertips of our learners. So no, that, that makes complete sense. You don't want to put any locks on the library, right? And, and right. keep people away from certain sections. Reminds me of Harry Potter, but neither here <laughs> nor there. No um, restricted sections exactly, here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to be a fifth year or whatever yeah. it, it may be. Um, I think that's great because one thing that you mentioned there that, that pops into my mind is specifically serving up new content, right? Mm -hmm. And I think of Netflix where the new movie comes out or something along those lines. From a customer's perspective, obviously Phenom rolls out product announcements, things like that, but mm -hmm. folks are busy, right? We have busy day-to-day -day, day -day lives. We have children. We have tasks at work, right? You may not be able to catch the product update or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. However, as you further your education, is there a slot where customers can see, oh, this is a new product feature or a new rollout. Let's educate you on how to use it before we just kind of roll it out to everyone and change the, the format. Is yeah. that something you're leveraging and are customers resonating with it? Yeah, definitely. So we are presenting new information um, in a number of different ways. Um, if it's a course or a learning plan or a certification, we have in-platform pop-ups that will alert someone uh, when something new has been created or when something new is readily available. Mm -hmm. um, we have created, um, in addition to the LMS, kind of a, a knowledge ecosystem with our community and with our uh, in-product guides. So we've built in the resource center mm -hmm. um, directly in our, our CRM and a couple other environments that will have a pop-up of new training material yeah. that's available. So if you're in the product and working away in there and you notice that little icon that says, hey, something's new, <laughs> yeah. like it could very well be a new course. Yeah. Um, we are on the customer newsletter. We post announcements in our community. So we really do try to reach our users in a multitude of different ways yeah. for sure to draw them to wherever that content lives. Absolutely. And that has to be helpful to be in 
in the experience within itself, right? Mm -hmm. Where you, you see it, where it lives. Um, I know whenever I have challenges with something, whether it be my car, I hop on YouTube, right? It's YouTube university yeah. to yeah. teach me how to fix my air conditioning. I'm not technical at all. I should address that, but always constantly looking in a different place. Whereas what you're explaining is it's right there in front of you. There is a different place where you can go when it's time to educate yourself, but also if there's something new, it's, Hey, we can teach you about it while you get your tasks done and, and walk you through this. Yeah. Yeah. The other piece that you mentioned before was the personalization, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the one size fits all. The reason I want to ask that is let's say, you know, a, an individual joins a team who's familiar with the platform. They've used it before, but there are new features and things like that. How can they tailor their experience of continuing education without having to redo the fifth grade all over again or, or whatever that example may be? Yeah, sure. So that's where we've created a couple different learner paths to take, uh, depending on who you are, what your experience is. If you've been in the platform before, like you said, um, you can kind of skip over what you've already completed, which is presented to the learner in their activities view. So they ideally will know where they're at. Um, in the curriculum sets, there's an option to choose your role based okay. on what your job title is. So if you're a recruiter that has had experience working with the platform, you can jump onto that recruiter page and scroll down to maybe your 90 day set. Yeah. And that is going to build on kind of the foundational knowledge that you've already completed, okay. ideally. Um, if you're in a place where you are ready to get certified, you can take that leap and gain that achievement. Um, one thing that we learned over the past year of data collection from new users is that if you push certification and a ton of content too early, it works against the learner journey. It, it's overwhelming. It is too much information. Like you said, we all have our, our day jobs yeah. and then we go home to our lives after that. Mm -hmm. Like we have to accommodate for a reasonable amount of people or a reasonable amount of time that people have. Yeah. So you can self-pace as well as self-select okay. what your training experience is based on where you're at and yeah. where you want to go. All right. You mentioned certification there. Is it a test? Yes, it is. All right. Is How test. is it lengthy? Is it, a, is it a, an incremental test where, you know, you kind of achieve this level of certification or, or what does that look like? Because when you say test, it scares me. Um, right. I was not right. the best student. Uh, I didn't yeah. study, but neither here nor there. What does that certification look like? And how does it help maybe power users encourage folks to get more certifications and to increase their learning. Yeah, definitely. So again, it's not a one size fits all. We yep. have created different certification sets. Um, some start off as really achievable because we want to give those early learners an achievement. We want them to be encouraged. We want them to continue that journey. Mm -hmm. So those initial onboarding certifications are just going to be 10 questions okay. about what you have learned in live webinar trainings, and then a couple assigned courses after the fact. Okay. Um, so nothing to be too afraid of there. If you want to continue and say become a power user or take one of our persona-based certifications, yeah. those sets are going to be bigger. It okay. is going to be more information, but it is meant for a user who has built up their knowledge and their experience of the platform to truly test their skills at that point. Yeah. So the assessment's going to be a little bit bigger. Um, 
everyone does have multiple attempts. So you, you do get a couple tries. Yeah. Um, and then you're encouraged to go back and review the information if you don't get it on the first shot. But that's totally fine. Okay. So it it depends on, again, where you're at and yeah. what your needs are. And we, we want to build everyone up for success as much as possible. That makes sense. And I, I equate it to almost like a, a driver's license, right? There, yeah. You get your driver's license because you have to get to work. You have to move from A to, a to B, right? Or whatever the case may be. But then there are different levels of certification where mm -hmm. you can get your CDL license, right? If you want to be a professional driver and, and drive trucks, you can get yeah. your limousine license, right? It's all based on where you want to be. If you want to ride a motorcycle, you have to get a motorcycle license, exactly. all of those things. Yep. The yep. easiest one is the one where I failed the written test, which is just the regular driver's <laughs> license. So hence why I was and a little, they still let you out on the road. They did eventually. Yeah. Um, long, long story, but neither, <laughs> neither here nor there. I ride an electric bike now, um, and take the train. So I love all of this and how it's so applicable to our daily lives, right? It's almost as if previously I think of, you know, the, the typical IT infrastructure type of certifications and exams where it's, you have to get this done by a certain deadline. You're telling me this the appropriate approach is exactly the opposite when it comes to introducing technology. It's mm -hmm. taking those baby steps, learning things one step at a time, and only what pertains to you. If you want to increase your education across the entire platform, you're more than welcome to, and you can do it over the course of time. Yeah. But yeah. we really want to encourage you to familiarize yourself with the platform first and foremost and encourage adoption from that. Am I way off there? No, you're okay. you're absolutely spot on. It it it's kind of a dance between okay, I really want to learn everything eventually about this platform, but I don't realistically have time. I can't yeah. clone myself. But also at the same time, I need to know what's relevant to me now. Yeah. Let me go look up a quick tip course that's less than five minutes so that I know how to do this next step of my process. Yeah. And it's that incremental learning that eventually amounts into the larger body of knowledge. And I mean, we as human beings are efficient creatures. We're, we're gonna take the shortest road to success. We're, we're going to get there and find the solution as fast as possible. Absolutely. And we want to encourage that. That's how people learn. Yeah, I, I love seeing those pictures of sidewalks where it's it's like an L and people yeah. are efficient. So they are going to create their own path and yep. walk right through the middle. Yep. Everyone wants to get their job done right mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And they want to do it fast and efficiently. This is just a tool to help folks get there and do it fast yep. and efficiently. Uh, I want to ask you, we can talk about this all day long, you and I, mm -hmm. but what really matters is how the customers react to it, right? How folks mm -hmm. are learning. Since you have taken this new self-service approach, have customers had success? What are some early feedbacks? Have there been concerns? I know people don't like to talk about concerns, but what has that been like? Yeah, definitely. So before we launched and we launched just this Monday, so the new experience is up. Brand it's new. it's live. People are in there. <laughs> Hopefully everyone's enjoying it. Um, but we did have a couple beta user groups in there um, that gave us a ton of great feedback, really good um, kind of perspectives that we hadn't considered in building it, you know, an, another set of eyes is always great to see. So we were able to capitalize on some of those questions. Um, we did run up against a couple just limitations of what we can build in the platform mm -hmm. itself. 
Um, but that's always great material for ideas to submit to our vendor to say, hey, you know, our 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 learner base would love to be able to see this, this, and this, yeah. but we know we can't build something like that right now. Like, what do you think about it? Yeah. So that that continues the conversation to create an awesome experience for everyone that's in there. Um, and so far, so good. Everyone seems to like it, which yeah. is great. <laughs> it's only a couple of days old, but it that's is. fine. So that's, I mean, some things could be a couple of days old and go drastically wrong. Mad right. just <laughs> had a ton. If you're on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now, people are complaining about Madden year after year. Yep. One thing that I want to highlight that you said there specifically was um, one size fits all, right? Or, or new adaptations that folks want. There mm -hmm. truly will never be, I, I don't think in my opinion, a one size fits all that makes everyone happy in the mm -hmm. world. We see that every single day. We see it in my house when it comes down to picking dinner, right? There is, <laughs> right. there's typically going to be challenges, but I like that you're taking that feedback, seeing if others feel the same way and then reflecting upon that. I mm -hmm. think that that's going to increase adoption and also even though it's a few days old, it's, Hey, we're here for you. We understand. We want to make this the best experience possible. Now, with that being said, some of those are future state. What personally excites you about the future of learning within SaaS platforms or within Phenom specifically? Yeah. Um, so aside from just seeing how people react to the new availability, the new flow, because um, it's it's something that we think will work, but you know, our users have to prove us right or wrong. Yeah. So aside from seeing everyone's reactions, I'm excited to see how it impacts adoption of our product, potentially impacting the number of support cases submitted. If we're getting ahead of knowledge, we're getting ahead of problems, and hopefully that cuts down on the number of tickets submitted yeah. um, and mitigating that. I would love to be able to see a decrease in go live time yeah. um, for a new customer that hops on and, and takes the onboarding training plans all the way through end user adoption. Um, being able to measure that data and be able to point to correlation is going to be really powerful. And yeah. that's a space that we're moving into. Um, we're actively working with our UX team to pull those numbers and to make those associations and to just continue learning how to improve and make our customer education experience that much greater. Absolutely. No, that's that's awesome. And I, I love the decreased ticket times because I can think of all of the ways that we at home try and solve things like the air conditioning. And then you're like, yep. hands up. I don't know what to do. You talk to an air conditioning professional. Well, did you check the breakers? Yep. I went through all yep. of those things and it helps you pinpoint what the challenge or what the issue may be sooner. Mm -hmm. Hannah, this has been one of my favorite conversations. I have to ask you, for customers who may be watching, where can they go to experience this, to learn more, to yeah. sign up for some of these certifications and you know curriculums that they are looking for? Yeah, absolutely. So they can go directly into Phenom Explorer. Um, right on their homepage is going to be the Phenom curriculum set, and you just have to click Start Your Learner Journey, and you'll be taken to the beginning of the path. And from there, you tell the system who you are, what your needs are, and where you want to go and keep following and complete those courses. Yeah. So additionally, we we have knowledge-based articles in the community. Um, even for folks who might not be a customer with us yet, hopefully, maybe in the future, yeah. uh, we do have a little hype video on our website that highlights kind of the main value points and if anyone's interested and wants to find out more, they can always contact us. Yeah. But we've 
spread the word far and wide. <laughs> yes, yes, we have a, a true choose your own adventure on learning and we'll have to share you know the, the links within the bio as well as the video that you mentioned that's on the website yep. um hannah i know you have a busy day you have to get back and see what people are learning i do yeah. how that's increasing adoption <laughs> and everything in between so i won't take any more of your time thank you so much and enjoy the, the rest of your day thank you yeah, thanks course. everyone of course awesome. uh for those of you just tuning in that was back to school the abcs of self-learning uh, we talked at length about how Learning has changed over the years, how it's specifically changed here at Phenom, how the self-service model is the way of the future. That way you can get education to what specifically pertains to you, your role, and where you want to be. In the meantime, if you are not yet a Phenom customer, you haven't been rolled out or anything like that, and you still want to learn a bit more, maybe about, I don't know, like artificial intelligence or something along those lines. Boy, do I have great news for you. On September the 14th, AI Day is coming. You will register. You can register at phenom.com. You won't want to miss it. I'm sure we will talk a little bit about self-learning and how folks can introduce themselves into generative AI, how you can upskill your organization to be better prepared for the future using things such as the new Phenom curriculum uh, through Phenom Explorer. But in the meantime, before September 14th. Uh, I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in today. Special thank you to Hannah Gregory, and we will see you next Thursday, as we always do, 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, be safe, have a great weekend, and we'll see you then. Talent Experience Live, of course, is proudly brought to you by the good folks here at Phenom, whose purpose is to help a billion people find the right job. Our intelligent talent experience platform, which helps candidates find the right roles faster employees evolve in their current roles and beyond recruiters achieve some next level productivity and managers build better teams with data and analytics and of course all of this is powered by super slick artificial intelligence and machine learning so head on over to phenom.com to learn more